welcome back to Food News and Chews Radio. Thank you for being with us. Sylvia, Jeremy, how you guys doing? Hey, we're doing fine. We're going to hear some wonderful things and, you know. Uh, Black Restaurant Week is coming up. We're going to have Martina Barksdale. You've heard her on the show before. She's going to come on talk about Black Restaurant Week and Soul Feast. And there's so many amazing restaurants oh, to eat at we're gonna talk about people don't know no I mean, right we need people to be educated about this because it's just one of those cultural things that happens in june that up until about three years ago it never happened yeah so this is really awesome this whole thing kind of started during the pandemic it did and it's so grow and it's so growing and going oh yeah growing black soil you know the the group of ag- the agriculture folks that do CSAs will learn all about it mm-hmm. so that's exciting but you know what's coming up is Father's Day Father's Day that's right we got to we got to honor dad okay chef how do we honor dad he's a little tougher isn't he I, I find that the, the, I find that that's a it's a tough one you know we do Mother's Day brunch and Mother's Day yeah. it's the biggest restaurant week of the mom year mom cooks all the time so we take her out right but I what think that uh, you know dad I, I typically what I find if if, if you want my opinion mm-hmm. Um, just stay away from the brunch. Like people, I think dad plays golf during the day or yeah. something like that. And then I would, I would hook it up with, you know, a big dinner at night. I think that's kind of okay. a little bit more conducive to what a dad may want to do. Cause I think, I don't know, dads, in my opinion, they serve, you know, they serve the family, uh, mm-hmm. daily. And then at the end of the week, I think it's more about, Hey, will you give me just a little bit of me time? Yeah, um, yeah so I think you're day. right. And then and then and then cook for me. I can right? tell you, me and my wife are totally different in that my wife relaxes by being around the family, and I relax by hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's so, so. And dads are grill masters. Yeah. That's the other thing about dads. Right. They like to do that. So how do you? And I fi- that's the other thing I find is on Mother's Day nobody cooks. Right. It's mm-hmm. all restaurants. Now on Father's Day that kind of even though it's Dad's Day off, I still find that it's a really big grill day. And, you know, the grill Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Right. So what is Azur going to (laughs) do? Well, we have our normal brunch for the dads that want to get up and and do that. So uh, we actually just changed the brunch menu. Um, in oh. right, so it'll it'll be out uh, by the time that you guys are there. But I mean, all the favorites they're like chicken, um, bourbon fried chicken, French toast, of course. Uh, but we did add this kind of artichoke and crab omelet, oh. which is pretty good. We have a new steak and eggs dish. We've got a few more breakfast sandwiches. So literally something for everybody. And that's, and that's more like a summer brunch menu, or or what? You I know just... me, Sylvia. We just kind of what we'll do is we'll write a dinner menu because that's our you know our uh-huh. core business. Business. And then all the other ingredients and the dishes that we write kind of funnel into the other to menus. The so the process menu. is you write a dinner menu, then you write a brunch menu based off the dinner, and then you write... And, and you have a new dinner menu, and the fried green tomatoes are so good. And that's really what it is about changing menus is we try to play with the season. And right now, um, I think it's going to be a killer tomato season, but it's... Right now they're green. Green, yeah. Green tomatoes. So <coughs> it's pretty cool. We're getting local green tomatoes in, um, and we're using Weisenberger fish batter, which is a, kind of a local secret. I think most of the chefs in town that I know use that for their fish and yeah. chip or their fish batter. Um, it, secret is just as good on chicken. But... Um, Anyway, what was I going to say? The the fish batter? 
Oh, yeah. Is what I use on the green tomatoes. tomatoes. And my sous chef, Austin, said that he used to do this back at home. When I make green tomatoes at my house, my granny taught me to use cornmeal with a little pinch of brown sugar in it. Which you have done those before, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, his, he he said that he just goes right in. He marinates the the green tomatoes in buttermilk and hot sauce for several hours. And they'll go right from that mixture straight into um, the the Weisenberger fish batter. Now, the fish batter, typically you add water to and it's a batter this he just uses the flour you don't add the water you keep it in a dry state just like the breading yeah so that's kind of how they stay crunchy versus that you know kind of so, you so know. The, the batter, though, like home cooks can go buy the batter somewhere. Don't they sell those little Weisenberger yep. packets? Correct. Yeah. Like spoon. What do they have? They have like spoon, spoon bread. Oh, they have tons. It's scones, spoon bread, biscuits, and you pizza find them dough. In gift shops a lot. Yeah. You know, those little packets. That's right. Great yeah. gift ideas. So that's exactly why I wanted you guys to to hear that dish is go and get a package of that and, and fry some green tomatoes. I've never been able to do be fried green tomatoes. The batter always falls off. But the same thing with my fried chicken. What okay. do I do wrong? Um. All right, so there's two things that you're doing wrong, and one of them is you're not there. One of them is not necessary, but it helps, and it's the penne process, the flour, egg wash, and then your crust um, process, right. where you would roll but the. You have it make sticky. It's you. Yeah, sticky. you're just you're gonna have biscuit hands. We use one hand wet and one hand dry to kind of get through that process and okay. not have biscuits on your fingers. At chopsticks the are the best for that. That's a really good chopsticks. trick. What I use mean? chopsticks when I bread. Yep. Less you cont- just pick it up and you, yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about your hands. Oh. It doesn't take off the breading because you're, you're touching it in yeah, two little points. Are doing it. Right. But isn't there something to do with the frying of yeah, it? Yes. So, okay. So here's the other thing. If you don't want to do the penne or the, the three-step breading process, go straight mm-hmm. from egg wash into a flour. The, the part is you need to have scalding temperatures in your oh. oil. You need to have a very high heat to create that really fast seared crust on the outside. And I think that's probably... One thing that uh, people do wrong is they start it too cold. Um, same thing with fried you chicken. Pa- you want you that initial patient. scald. And then, yeah. the, you know, these are watery green tomatoes in a skillet. They're going to really cool down that skillet quickly when you add four or five right. slices. So really turn up your temperature to about 400 degrees, you know, on that stove. Use a thermometer. Get it up there to four, 400, 425. Sear your tomatoes. They'll crust nicely. They'll, it'll stay on there. Do you do a like a cast iron fry or do Only. you do a deep fry? Well, at the restaurant we use deep fryers, but at home there's certain things that I um I mean, I honestly use the cast iron skillet not very much, mm-hmm. but when it comes to southern food, it comes out. Like if yeah. I'm going to make a pan of cornbread, if I'm going to make a pan of fried chicken, some fried green tomatoes, it's almost like I I have to go in the cupboard and pull out Granny's skillet. It's mm-hmm. almost like a homage or a tribute yeah. to the style of cooking, the method of cooking, just in the the tools we use to cook it. What yeah. else is new on the menu? Because I know you got a new menu, and I had the fried green tomatoes the other night. Yes. And uh, uh, the biggest popular thing right now, guys, is the fact that um, um, this is a secret out there for you guys. We have, we have a daily happy hour, 4 to 6 p.m., which is great. But on Wednesdays, we have half-price apps all night at Azure. Oh. It's kind of for our neighborhood folk. But if you're yeah. hearing this, you're a neighborhood folk. Come on in. There's also so, wine deals, right? Oh, like bottles. So we have half price select bottles of wine on Wednesdays. It's kind of the play- time to be there Wednesday night, and then that's in tandem with Tony Majors doing a oh, wine class. So Wednesday's a fun night to come out. Um, I I gear these appetizers on the menu to be more shareable. 
as in I want you here at four o'clock on the yeah, patio you had and chips or something. Yeah. Chips and so remember island chips from Brasabana? Right, right. Well, we have a version of that. We've got a, a guac, a black bean dip, and then a mango salsa with plantain and corn tortilla mm-hmm. chips. Just a nice dip, light summer dip for mm-hmm. the patio. Now we've got a heavier one, which is a mixture of blue lump crab meat, which we kind of uh, fold in. Uh, garlic sautéed artichoke hearts, lemon mm. juice, lots of scallion, a little bit of cream cheese, and make kind of a creamy crab and artichoke skillet. Mm-hmm. And we just serve a whole baguette with it. So you just dip, oh, dip, and man, smear. You know, it's kind of like bruschetta, yeah. but creamy. You know, like not the tomato version, but I like the idea of dip and smear. And yeah, like but yeah, it's good. You know, I think that's my whole time. theme this year, Sylvia. Is like I, it's been honestly, we've been designing food for three years that's supposed to. Um, keep and keep you separated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sure now I want to bring you back together, you know, and, and let's do it. that by sharing f- fun things on the patio. I that think is that sounds great. Hey, you know, we talked about Father's Day, and you've mm-hmm. always got something interesting going on, Twitch. Oh, yeah. What, what do you do on Father's Day? Nothing. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally nothing. That's all any dad wants well, is to give them of nothing. Steak. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's my probably my one or two you days. Not, I don't eat a ton of red meat, so... On, on Father's Day, it's going to be it's got either going to be a really big ribeye or double thick pork chop. Let's be honest here. Where do you trust to have steak? Where, to because I out? mean, uh, let's talk about okay. which is kind of a trained yeah. chef. Okay. Yep. And I don't know. There's places I'll go for steak. There's places, but I'll otherwise, go I for don't steak. order steak. Yeah, I I don't order steak at a place where steak is generally like. I order at Azure because I know you guys know what you're doing. I'll order at obviously most steakhouses, and that's probably about it. You know, right. uh, unlike you know, every once in a while, if I'm drunk, I'd, I'll, I'll order a, a T-bone at, at Waffle House. But you know, for the most part, I want I want. So I've had the ribeye at your restaurant, and it was amazing. You know, and I don't I don't carry a whole lot of beef twitch. Well, we right. we, we usually what, what's popular at Azura is fillet. Mm-hmm. You know, fillet medallions, and my ladies like those, but it can pacify also. You know, kind of a manly guess, right? But I'll run special. But overall, I don't have a lot of steaks, but we do know how to cook them. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You have guys that, or and, and people in general who know how to cook, know and what we. Most places, if you're going to spend, and I tell people this, so this is my advice if you're going to, you know, cook a steak, don't do it. Don't spend $30 on a steak at a grocery store that you're probably going to overcook yeah. when you can spend 40 and have someone like Jeremy who cooks a thousand steaks cook it for you and right. do it right. I, and I, I really believe that. Yeah, I mean, 40 may be a little low, but I'm kidding. With, this depends on the cut. With guys. the price yeah. of meat at the grocery store, you're not really saving that much money by by cooking yourself. Whereas if you have someone who really knows what they're doing, you're going to get it right. I think we saw that kind of hit home during the pandemic when grocery prices hit an all-time high yeah it was like you know what why am i cooking and then cleaning this up myself right. because exactly. for about two or three dollars more per person i could be eating a fine dining meal yeah, yeah. and being no. served yeah. hand and foot yeah oh that's right Absolutely. that's that, that's my philosophy on it so yeah. so what do you do chef on <laughs> father's day you're to work you right to cook yeah. um yeah yeah typically i end up cooking um i don't know it's I don't. Well, I can't recall thing. anything yeah. that I've. Ever, I think I've always done some kind of brunch at Azura, then maybe gone mm-hmm. home to a nice steak that I cooked myself. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of one of those days where, you know, I, I, every day's Father's Day. You know, I've just I have such a great family <laughs> that good answer. You know, I don't really need, good. Good need a big answer. day to be celebrated. Yeah, I'm not yeah. celebrating people. I we do whatever our kids want us to do. There you go. Well, 
they were they're grown their fathers themselves and- i think of most holidays like that is not necessarily a holiday for the person being celebrated it's it's for the people who love that person to celebrate you if that mm-hmm. makes sense it's more about them just showing you love rather than uh-huh. hey the whole day's about me it, basically it's a day for people who appreciate you just to tell you they well, love you. Well, it's the you. same thing with Mother's Day. Right. You know, I, I just enjoy the excuse to bring everybody together. Right. And, you know, I enjoy them. I mean, it can be a name that it's for me, but, you know, I enjoy celebrating them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really more important to did, me than the, 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 the truth of it is they just want to show you love that day. It doesn't matter how they do it, whether it's by cooking for you, buying you a, yeah. a, a stupid tie or whatever. They just want to, it's, their, it's their, their opportunity to say, hey, you've been a great parent, thanks. Can I be real? Yeah. I was thinking about the question you asked me. And, you know, from a, even a restaurateur standpoint or chef standpoint, you know what I want to go on Father's Day? Where? Take me to a buffet. Yeah, you know, really? I want all my family there and I want it to be easy. Easy. I agree. You know, you I don't go. want anybody stressed go. out. I don't want the restaurant stressed Mm-mm. out. You know what? Let's go to a buffet. And I don't eat at buffets, but that's it's not about the food on Father's Day. It can be, but I don't I'm more thinking about the people involved I and I want it mm-hmm. to be comfortable for them. Yeah, that's right. You know, Mother's Day, I'm I tell you be real frank with you out there, can be very uncomfortable in restaurants, guys, because it seems like a lot of people are there out of um, the obligation. The f- obligation. And when you have, maybe some people don't like their entire family, <laughs> but if you get 10 or 15 people, it can get stressful. And a lot of people just aren't very happy. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? We we really want you to come and have a good time with us. Oh, yeah. Like that's, we were here to take care of you. So where do you, when you go to a buffet, because yeah. I'm with you, I haven't eaten at a buffet. I don't think I've eaten at one since the pandemic. Where do you go? I'm oh, not picky. I've got an answer to that. Okay. Cattlemen's. Cattlemen's. They have a buffet or they a salad bar? They have a salad bar that's to die for. See, I love this. I have never been to. Where's Cattlemen's? Oh, the nearest one to us is in Georgetown. Okay. And there's one in Frankfurt, and my son works in Frankfurt, so I'll go over there a lot, and we'll get the salad bar. Okay. And it is comprehensive and great. Now, I think Jason's does, too. Jason's in, Deli, uh, Regents, yes. Whatever that shopping center is called. Uh, but, but Cattlemen's is, I mean, because I'm not a big meat eater, so the very thought of cattleman's doesn't you know for meat but i get that salad bar it is killer where is your guilty pleasure like to eat like you know you're you're a trained chef obviously you're a very high-end chef you guys own a restaurant but when and you can eat at azor anytime you want but what is your i just i don't want anyone to see me i just want to eat here because it's i just want to when you're like i just need to eat something disgustingly good yes and you don't want people to know about it what's your guilty pleasure because mm. mine would be like a like a chinese buffet yeah, I'm probably like gonna a good go. Chinese I, I think I, I'm kind of I'm still pretty normal guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So something like that appeals to me. But honestly, it's gonna be it's Asian. Yeah, and Asian. more like Thai, yeah. or maybe I'll go for just a slew of wings and really yeah. embarrass myself. Yeah, yeah. you know, and be that. really messy while I eat them. Yeah. But let me get back to you on that specifically because there's some colleagues of mine that are chefs, and I really like their food the way they do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes I don't want my, I mm-hmm. want theirs. Version, you want theirs. So let me get back to you on that because yeah. there's some uh, there's some guys that need some respect. I got one. Okay. Rafferty's. And oh it's yeah. Off menu, and I go to the bar. I love the bar at lunchtime. It's a BLT, and it is so good. I mean, they soak the bread in something, bread, yeah. uh, butter or something. So it's like wonderful bread, just uh, you know, like wheat berry bread, and then like million slices of bacon. 
and tomato and lettuce. And I tell them to hold the mayo because it's so, and it's cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. And it's so good that you don't even need the mayo. Yeah. It's just so good. And mm-hmm. then I get with that creamy coleslaw. Totally probably not good for me. I think we need a show on just the guilty pleasures restaurant because I I think I'm almost going to have to categorize these, you know, based on your mood. You know what I mean? There's more than one guilty pleasure out there. Like some days I want wings. Some days I want the Chinese. I have my wife and kids out of town guilty pleasure. I have my, you know, I'm I'm in a new town guilty pleasure. So like if my wife and kids are out of town. I'm gonna eat at Grimes or Indies. Right. I'm bringing it home. Okay. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna I'm gonna get like it's a, gonna be ugly. Hey. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. I don't want anyone to see no, me do it. I'm see drawing this. the here's, blinds. Like clothes, Like one. put a towel over your head. Yes. And hide from God. Frisch's, and I'm just gonna go. Frisch's breakfast bar. Yes. Frisch's breakfast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I eat so much I can't move afterwards. Yep. Now see that one. That one puts me back in bed. I get so I sick. Know. Yeah. I, I get. I, it's, you just. It's yeah. like your. You can feel your sugar levels. Oh yeah. Oh, but it's great those everything. those yeah. little square potatoes they have. Uh, uh, oh, they're uh, they're amazing. Yeah, they um, everything, and you get a little bit of everything, and you're stuffed. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and get some more. So yeah, wife and kids out of town. I'm going to Grimes or Indies. If I'm by myself and I just need some place to eat fast, it's going to be Goodfellas. Right on. Like oh that's, yeah, sure. That is a great. God, yeah, got to be Goodfellas. Oh, yummy. If I'm downtown and I got time, I just need to grab something. A hundred percent. If I go to Good, if I'm not at Goodfellas, I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah, and see, I, that's what I mean by that because you, there's other times where you want maybe just a juicy burger, right? right? right and right. it's almost like you can't, you know, I don't want to disrespect one or the other because they both mean so much to me. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've got now, another one. Okay. The breadsticks at Joe B's. Perfect. See, there you go. There yeah. Garlic go. butter drenched in garlic butter. Super Ho with cheese fries and an Oreo shake at the Ho, man. Yeah, at the Ho. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a the Ho burger. That's a total two and 30 in the morning. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And then g- in general... I wasn't there last week. <laughs> at that time. <laughs> Do you... When you get off work... Because chefs work different hours. It's awful, yeah. Did you, do you hit up a place like that sometimes? Or is that like a once-a-month treat? Or Man, well, as soon as you got to work, you don't want seafood for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you're an hour and a half later, you're like, well, I didn't bring any food home from work because I wasn't hungry. I didn't want any of that stuff. But then you're like an hour later, you're like, I'm starving. Yeah. And then you go and eat something terrible for sure. you. Sure. Because there's nothing open. And then you go right to sleep. And then you go right, and to, you go bed. right to sleep. Like Which I'm is, heavier. They always say the worst thing you can do, but it's the best. It's, yeah, the, it's, it's the my favorite. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Hey, Tally Ho is another place that has some really good, just down home kind of oh, food. Oh, yeah. And those yeah. burgers. You can breakfast oh. whenever you want to, still, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they got hash browns. Or, yeah. You can't go wrong. You, honestly, you just can't yeah. go wrong there. Oh, Plus, they have video so games. Many places. Or hot dogs. There are not too many places you can go get hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Like you can get Dave's hot dog stand or the Boondogs. Yeah, yeah, you Sam's hot dog stand. Sometimes just crave. I agree. A yeah. Sam's, yeah. The uh, you crave a dog. The at Sam's hot dog, the the hot chili. So they make a the, really good hot spicy chili. Their hot spicy chili dog really good, and they do a chili oh, bun, yeah. which is no oh, dog, yeah. just the chili on a on, on a bun with cheese. That's oh, also really that's good. too good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's one of those things like as you're eating it, you're like, I know I'm going to pay for this later, but I don't care. Yeah, I know. I do that often. I I see it coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You always care. You know what's going to happen. Every once in a while, you just got to do it. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So in a moment, uh, we're going to talk to Martina Barksdale. She is the the founder of Soul Feast Week and Black Restaurant Week, and it's happening very soon in Lexington. We'll talk to her next. Don't go anywhere. It's Food News and Shoes Radio. 
Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Chews Radio. Our guest is Martina Barksdale now. She is, and we've had her on many times before. First time in person yeah. since the pandemic. Got, she's got many hats, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice to see in person. Yeah. Yes, nice to see you in person. You, well, we got Soul Feast Week going on, mm-hmm. which is a celebration of black-owned restaurants all week long, and it starts June 17th with the Soul Teenth uh, well, celebration. Yeah. It June actually, June so, uh, Yeah, well, it starts June 16th. 16th, so, okay. Juneteenth weekend, we have a full array of events, and yeah, then on June 19th through the 25th, that's where the restaurant week okay. begins, and, and that's going to be $10 um, off-menu entrees with at least one ingredient source from a black farmer. Those are only $10? Mm-hmm. Oh. Amazing. Uh, and remind us again, this is a really special time yes. in the African-American community, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and it's about Juneteenth, right. which was a very famous event. Yes. in history, right? Right. So Juneteenth actually started in Texas. And when um, slaves were emancipated, it was actually the day um, was June 19th. And so we are commemorating that um, not only the nation, the mm-hmm. federal government passed it as a national holiday. So that's why it's back Monday. In, yeah, yeah, in 2020. One, I believe. Um, and so that Juneteenth is on Monday, but we're doing this as a way to commemorate okay. and support our black businesses within Lexington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And there's a ton of them that we don't even know about. Yeah, there's some that I'm still discovering. So we started with a directory, of course. So you can still see that directory of other restaurants that are not participating in the week, but we really want you to go out and support the restaurants that are participating in the week. And you go to sophiesweek.com and see all of the mm. food menu items items to choose from, as well as um, go to Soulteenth Fest, which is a free festival at Moondance, and that's on Saturday. Moondance, oh, yeah. that's in my neighborhood. Yes, neighborhood. yes. And so you'll, you're able to go out, we're going to have on-stage programming, that. cooking demos, we have the African-American Ballet Troupe, so it really is a whole 10-day celebration of so much to do. Oh, hey, Chef, you see anything on those menus that <laughs> look good to you? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm looking through the Black Restaurant Week, uh, participating restaurants. One... There's secrets in here I didn't even know existed, guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Moody Mike's I've, I've known about, but one thing that's kind of neat about them is I've, I've seen that they're more in the vegetarian realm, right? Yes. They do even plant-based meats and things like yeah. that, which is really kind of cool. Social vegan. I, I'm just kind of pointing out the, the fact that we have like vegan and meat alternative restaurants, which I don't know. That really kind of bends the envelope for Soul Food Week, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. So, like, when we talk about soul food, it's yeah, more than that? just what is traditional, right? right. It's not just your uh, fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens. When we just talk about food, we have a saying for Soul Feast Week. It's feed your soul. So, oh, regardless of what uh, category that cuisine falls into, these chefs and these restaurant owners have put nothing but heart uh heart and soul no soul. pun intended into their food i love and how you define that yeah and yeah, then being able to support agriculture support is what it's soul. all about too yeah it's good to clarify that you yeah. know because we, we 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 think soul food we categorize a list of dishes and ingredients into that category but i think what we're really talking about is comfort food we're talking about mm-hmm. southern food we're talking about um, probably food influences that made their way from Africa up through mm-hmm. the spice trade in the Caribbean and the slave trades into the United States was perfume the culture of what we are today. So yes. American food 
is sulfur. Yes. Does it have a definition? I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah, stuff that I mean, was born in the South, or does it matter? Well, anymore? actually, um, I love that uh, Chef brought that up because we're having a diaspora dinner. That's our kickoff, and it's going to be at Harper Hall. And we have three black women chefs that are, we've partnered with Sorel, which is uh, a hibiscus liqueur with different ingredients ranging from West Africa, the Caribbean, and America. So we're going to take you on a culinary journey of the transatlantic mm. slave trade and accumulating those dishes from um, those prospective regions and putting them on the plate. And actually one of our, our chefs on there is, Anitra, our chefs is Anitra uh, with Woke Junk Food Vegan. So she's a vegan chef. Um, and we're going to have a vegan oxtail, which I'm like, I've okay. had it. And it's delicious. <laughs> really? um, then we're going to have Antoinette Johnson, who is actually the most recent winner of America's Test Kitchen. And she lives right here ah! in Lexington. Oh, cool. And then we'll Sweet. have Danielle Connors, who has a long um, history and resume of of doing um, of being a chef and cooking for so many people, even at the University of Kentucky. Uh, who could come to that dinner? Do Everyone like can come. It's a so the event, good, the right? good thing about our events outside of the restaurant week, we have a pay what you can model. So <laughs> it is we have what the value is and what we would like for you to donate. But if you can't donate or if you can't buy the ticket for that face value cost, that's completely fine. Put in what you can afford. And some people, if you're able to give extra, I have one person pay three times the ticketed amount we've asked. And I had a person pay half or even less than half of that. Um, So we want to increase accessibility uh, in this community and that the pay what you can model. It's new, but it's a great way to do that. So I'm looking through this um, uh, diaspora dinner menu, and guys, this is this is going to be an education, actually. Yes. This is really a history lesson, because I see what they're doing with this food, and it's really going to tell a story of of kind of where a lot of our dishes in America came from. Right. Um, you know, there there's there's yeah. mojo rojo chicken lollies crab yammy patty so i just kind of <laughs> see a history book here guys because i kind of know where the connections are especially when you come in through this kind of low country food mm-hmm. and then uh gone in gone in influences in the low country with jollof right. I mean, this is this is a really neat menu guys like out of all the dinner menus i've seen this is the one I want to go to. I think I'm going to learn something, and it's going to taste delicious. Yeah, yeah. tell us again where it is and what night. This so event this is, is. going to be. Uh, this is kicking off the week, so it's going to be June 16th at 6:30. Doors open at 6:30. Which dinner, is a, a Friday. 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 Okay. Um, so it's right the the night before Soltine Fest, um, which of course you can bring your family and friends, but it's the kickoff. And so we really want to take everybody on this explorative journey and it's partnered with Sorrel Cocktails, which um, that is under the Uncle Nearest brand and is owned by Jackie Summers out of Brooklyn. Um, So there's a lot of Caribbean, West African and American influence. And just like Chef said, we have this certain black culinary is American culinary. So yes, there's so I, many influences. I know you guys are talking about very important cultural stuff, and that's all. Great. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm looking at the at the 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 list of restaurants doing it, and all these re, all these meals are ten dollars. That yes. blows my mind. It blows my because mind because yeah. I'm looking at the restaurants doing it. You got Moody Mike's. I've never had Trinidad. Trinidadian doubles, but yes. it's like a, a, tri- oh, yeah. Yeah. a street food from Trinidad. Street food for ten dollars, oh. I want to try that. Yes. Oh my! Looking- doubles the same thing as kind of the the um, uh, hand pies or patties. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, the- they look amazing. Uh, the seafood gumbo Creole, the sweet potato waffles with ginger spice crumble, the chicken and red Yummy. velvet waffle like that. 
These are all oh. $10 dishes. My mind's blown. Yes, it is. $10. And who knew? Yeah. I mean, that's what we need to get the word out. Yeah, we're only in year three, and we love that the growth is happening. And it's because of people like you and the community really pouring into it. So a lot of people have the question, is this just like they don't want to um, intrude, right? And it's like, no, no. this is for everyone community. from all walks of life, all backgrounds. Yeah. intrude. Yes, please intrude. We want you to shop our <laughs> restaurants the 19th through the 25th, $10. And we we know with inflation that it is yeah, hard. That, You'll you be hard pressed find. to get a good no, lunch for fifteen dollars. You can't get a value meal. You can go to a fast food place and get a ten dollar so meal. You, yeah. really. So you go on the website and and it says like, do they serve lunch or dinner? Yes, or it has. Or it's gonna yeah. um, have links so you know their hours. Um, and then so you can click on you go to soulfeastweek.com and there's several different tabs there's a black restaurant week tab click on that and you get to see all the options that you'll get to experience there's an events tab and you click on that and you get to see all the events that we have that juneteenth weekend are these restaurants up. kind of all over the city or yeah uh, i would say uh a, we have like line, joe sands gray yeah. line and gray line's a great stop because you can hit at least yeah. three of the restaurants yeah. <laughs> there um so they're all kind of spread out so we want you if you're choosing to buy Buy out that week and go to lunch. Please support one of these great uh, oh, restaurants. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, ready. So this is good. It's so good. this is really good. Yeah, um, yeah. So are there like Black Soil? So all these organizations work together. Yes. to encourage mm-hmm. Black-owned businesses right and it's a growing phenomenon right yeah i mean you you look at history right and like a lot of these groups are disenfranchised it's already hard just being a small business owner but then you turn (laughs) having being black or woman owned or lgbt plus owned and it's like some factors are working against people and i believe it's our job as a community to we get to choose where we spend our money and i think it's important to pour into the community that way um so, yeah. so having ingredients come from black soil in the restaurant week menu, I think that's kind of an innovative thing. That's something that other restaurant weeks, I think, could learn from mm-hmm. uh, all over the nation. I mean, just, you know, the commitment to buying something local to show off your restaurant week's town, I think, is is, is a, a smart move. I want to know more about black soil, though. Mm-hmm. Um yes. One, I buy a lot of local food, and they're not supplying me now, so I want to need information on how I can get a hold of their stuff. Yeah, well, we have that information on the site, and you can go to blacksoilkoi.com <laughs> for more information. But, but they tell actually, me what it is. Yeah, so Black Soil is essentially um, a hub for black farmers in central Kentucky. So they essentially connect farmers um, to distributors and to uh, to producers so you're able to order through black soil and they have um, a sourcing list and a sourcing guide that we not only use it for our events but we also use it for the restaurant week and so you're able to go through just like um, um, any other food distributor there's also a CSA right a yeah they CSA. have a C- yeah. they have a CSA as well they have multiple programs it's hard to keep mm-hmm. up there every time I turn around they're they're growing and supporting someone else so we're so lucky that they've been a part of Soul Feast Week since the very beginning that's good so you guys do have now is the CSA do you know if it's delivery or pickup I can tell you because a lot pickup pick up at uh at the uh, theater downtown the lyric yeah right? it's pick up yeah. sometimes the at the lyric I, 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 and not, then they have a full, they have a fulfillment center also right next to gray line station so you're able to pick up at the fulfillment center but they also do deliveries and drop-offs when you're ordering produce so um go directly to them for that information because mm-hmm. i think it varies i wish i had <laughs> sure, <laughs> i wish sure. i knew exactly it's, the inner workings, it's honestly but, it's yeah. a great and all csas so, are great but the black soil csa is one of the most comprehensive because yeah. it's not oh, just it's one farm yes it's a, and sometimes when you when 
when you get a CSA, you get whatever is at that farm that right. week, and that's amazing. But with the black soil CSA, there's many farms, so I've gotten flowers. In yeah, it, and you know, you get meat, eggs. Flowers. You can get coffee, you like get coffee. <laughs> yeah, coffee? yes. No, so they kidding. work with multiple black farms in Central Kentucky in order to source um, from there. So you're able to look at that sourcing guide and get more information about the farmers um, and the people. I mean, we we talk about food, right? But we it comes from somewhere, so we have to support yeah. our local agriculture in this great state. Do they do meat as well? Do yes, they, they do meat. CSAs? Yeah, you have. Um, yeah. I know Cleve Family Market does a lot of meat. So uh, Jack Sandbar, I believe they're they're getting their meat from um, black soil. So it's a it's a whole and it's probably growing. Right? Yeah, it's it's, it's they are growing very very quickly. Um, they've sourced everything from Keeneland to the University of Kentucky. Uh, they source several different uh, restaurants in the area, especially downtown. Um, and then they also partner and provide different farm to table events and are really part of this growing agritourism. I mean, my other hat is uh, visit Lex. Uh, so tell us about <laughs> and, um, that. You're the so, communications director. Yes, I'm director of communications for visit Lex, the tourism department here. So we're always looking for ways to increase that tourism and visitation mm-hmm. to our city, as well as support our local industry partners and businesses. Guys, you got to check out soulfeastweek.com. We're just scratching the surface the on this show here. I mean, uh, Tell us, uh, do you know about the Rabbit Hole Juneteenth Hip Hop Brunch? Yes. Or they got a Black History Walking <laughs> Food Tour? Yes. Uh, that's going to be Yeah, that's going to be downtown. We've partnered with Bites of the Bluegrass and Visit Lex, um, and that's <laughs> going to be June 19th and 20th. It's something that we're hoping that we can offer more frequently year-round, so this is our tester. Yeah. Uh, so we would love for you to come out and experience that and learn about the rich history here in Lexington. Yeah. And so what? Uh, go ahead. Sorry, I got excited. So yeah. Yeah, you can, go ahead. How, how many times have I wanted to have a gospel brunch? Oh, you gotta oh, come to the gospel yes. brunch. Well, they got one. Oh, oh. I oh, never could find the oh, gospel. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Because it's I want to have it on Sunday. And where, where are they? It? Yes, they're at, at church. church. So we, yeah, oh. we we had to pull some strings. So we got we got some great gospel singers. Um, <gasps> it's going to be Courtney Campbell and company um, performing at Infinity. Uh, Sky Cafe and Rooftop and the Gospel Brunch is actually the close to the end of the week. We want to take you to church so you can grab you a mimosa. Where is this place? This is um, on top of the Marriott downtown, Marriott Yay. City Center. It's oh that, my gosh. It's the restaurant upstairs, up there. Oh, that sounds wonderful. So it's our cap to the end of the week. So after you have all this amazing oh, food from these I, restaurants, you get to go and I celebrate and fellowship. Have you ever been to Sylvia's? I think it may have closed, but Sylvia's in New York City? Yeah, in Harlem. I used to I live on 146 that. and Broadway and so I would always eat at Sylvia's for Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving because I couldn't have a chance. I'm they so did a glad to cook for y'all. Yes, <laughs> yes, Sylvia. How lovely for you to cook for them. <laughs> the first gospel brunch I went to was at uh, was a Red Rooster in Harlem. Yeah, I used Marcus. to work at Red Rooster. Oh, yeah, so you know those, yeah. those brunches so that, were crazy. Oh my man. gosh, I would make so much money as a server back in the day. Um, but yeah, I worked. I got a chance to work at Red Rooster under Marcus Samuelson and. Part of working in um, the hospitality industry and being able to work under such great creative uh, chefs, I've developed a love for food. Mm. And that's what really drove me to do this. It's like, I I love food, but I also wanted... And and you have a partner. Yes. You and your brother. My twin twin brother. brother. Yes, Marcella Sparkstone. you really started this ball rolling. Yeah, um, I went to him with the idea, and he jumped on board, and I was surprised he said yes, but I'm so glad he did. I know it's a lot of work on our end, because we do have other full-time jobs. I was going to say. But it's so rewarding, and um, Sophie Sweet has really been a vehicle, um, not only to elevate us in our growth as human beings, but also support everybody around us.
So. I'm so delighted to have you back. Yes, uh, I'm happy to be and, back. I'm so glad to be in studio and get to connect in we, person. We, we've watched you, you know, over <laughs> yeah. the years and your career rising yes. and, and different kinds of things that you've done. And this this may be your real jewel. Oh, yeah. This is um, I was asked one time, like, what's my greatest accomplishment was. And it's definitely Soul Feast. Uh, hands down well, putting on a food festival in general yes. is tough oh I mean, gosh it's, it's, and you're young it's amazing that you got this done because trying to do yeah. any kind of festival that yes. involves multiple parties and, and events and yes. coordinating and getting restaurants and getting people that's that is pretty much an impossible task yeah you've done it three times and it's worked that's amazing oh yeah i'm like mm. i can't believe it sometimes but it's really <laughs> not i wish i wish my brother and i could take all the credit but we do have some really great people in our corner oh, and a great like partners and sponsors and just people wanting to give back to the passion project because we're not yeah. making any money off of this, but we want to make sure everybody else does. That's right. That's how yeah. it grows. Yes. And it grows. It's, we're still a baby, you know? Mm-hmm. So now this is great exposure for, for businesses that mm-hmm. need and, and deserve mm-hmm. uh, a lot of attention in this town. I'm looking at the directory right now. I mean, uh, the block restaurant week list is good, but I had no idea. This is a full, I mean, there's got to be 50 restaurants black owned here in, in the city. Every single one of them are, I mean, some of my favorites on here. Yeah. I mean, just the, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just blown away by all, the, all the places I'm going to be going. <laughs> yeah, go to the directory. I mean, yeah, if you go to the directory crew, tab, you're the able to see. The Doghouse, yes. Dollar and Southern. I mean, this is just. I can't stop looking at the food. It's almost I, like I need to use I this just list not, when I'm, I'm eating out. I'm yes. ashamed that I don't yeah. know more about these places. Gosh. Yeah. Food News and Chews needs to know. Yeah. Uh, places on, on this list, you got to go to Joe's Hands. If you've not been to Joe's Hands, mm-hmm. it's, it's in Buckhorn. Where it's, is it? Buck, it's amazing. Buckhorn. Buckhorn. Tate's Creek area. Yeah, right off of Man of War. Yeah. Um, I have not been to Tossing the Sauce. I've heard it's amazing. Mimi's is really good in that. Yes. If you're looking at the list, this the whole list looks great. But every, I'm making like appointments. Like, all right, got to try that Creole gumbo. All right, got to eat that po' boy. All right, I definitely got to go to Joseanne's. No, Look I, and make your list. I and love like, that. Plan. Oh, you also have the passport people can download. Yes, right? you can download the passport and um, keep up with all of our, mm-hmm. uh, all of the restaurants so you can make sure you hit all of them. Um, and That's some are open for problem. breakfast. Yeah, like, I mean, just take oh, a I whole day. breakfast would be good. Yeah, most oh, people are breakfast. off uh, Juneteenth. Yes. So go ahead and, and go ahead. So and it did get declared a holiday. Yes, Federal federally. Holiday. Yes, we're okay. still working. We're still working on the uh, state. On the I know, state, but. But yes, yeah. but federally it is in a holiday. Most people have it off now. Um, so if you're looking to do anything for the holiday weekend, we would really appreciate for you to come out and support our events and then support the well, restaurant week. Right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, there's there's going to be so much to do. And um, it re- I'm, I'm really just grateful and thankful that people want to support this and i think it's yeah. very important I and it, but i know i know food bring nothing brings people together like food so oh, no, we love it <laughs> we want to get it. people there and just say there's going to be food yeah. and great cocktails and that that's that's great. I <laughs> highly encourage you to go to any, it's uh, soulfeastweek.com. Soul yes. Feast makes you not soulfeastweek.com. Not Soul Fest, right. but people think of Fest. Feast. Yeah. Right. Feast. So make sure you go soul to soulfeastweek.com. Look at the directory mm-hmm. and just look at all these. You know, 
every time me and my wife get in the car, we have amnesia. We're like, let's go out to dinner. We get in the car, we can't think of where to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We can't think like, of where no, to go. Yeah, right. I'm gonna bookmark this on my phone. Yes. And next time we're in the car, we're like, where are we gonna eat? I don't You're know. We're gonna go there. There's yeah. 50 restaurants to scroll through. Scroll through. Let's go pick one. Yeah. yeah. Twitch, you wanna go on a date, man? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, guess I, I wanna go to the Heaven Hill cocktail and cigar. Oh yeah, you have to come. That's gonna be at Jack's Sandbar, right next to Malibu Jacks, off of Nicholas Road. I don't okay. really smoke cigars, but I, I, every now and then with a I cocktail. Like, yeah, I mean, and we're going to have um, <laughs> Lynn House, which is actually Heaven Hill's um, national ambassador. And she <laughs> is a legend, a black woman in the cocktail world. Oh, wow. um, she's so innovative, creative. So we're not only going to have her at Soul Teenth, um, which is at Moon Dance Amphitheater, but that night she's going to be there and she's crafting the cocktail menus. And you're, you can catch her making cocktails live. That's pretty cool. She's she's a titan in the industry. So. Yes. Oh, yes, how yes. sweet. Oh, we're so excited. Yeah, I'm Thank so excited. You. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry we got to take a break, and I'm getting hungry. Martina, <laughs> Martina Barksdale, check out. Uh, and by the way, thank you for being with us. Yeah, Soulfeastweek.com, and go eat at some amazing restaurants. Right, yes. All right, back in a moment. It's Food News and Shoes Radio.